You're already beautiful, right? I think that's one of the things that really important for people to realize is that we oftentimes think that we need to wear all this makeup, we need to do all these things. But when we're healthy, when we do things for our gut health, for our microbiome and those things, we're going to have this more healthy glow anyway. When our hormones are balanced, all these things are working well. So really, instead of just trying to use more makeup or trying to you know do the latest procedure, things like that, start with what's going on with your health. How can you optimize your health? So that goes back to a lot of it has to do with the food, the your mindset and your skincare. And so, you know, just trying to do a little bit more fiber, a little less sugar, trying to think of ways that you can reduce your stress and have a more positive mindset. Give yourself, look in the mirror and love what you see as much as you can. Girl, you've got questions questions about your body and how to feel good in it, about your hormones and how to keep them in check, questions about your sex life and your whole health. Can you imagine having a best girlfriend who was also a triple board certified OBGYN, a girlfriend doctor you could call and ask or tell her anything, someone who could show you how to live any stage of life before, during, or after menopause in a big, bold, and beautiful way. Well, friends, I'm your girlfriend doctor. I believe you were meant to flourish and shine, to embrace life and awaken to all its possibilities. Let's get there together. Welcome to our show. Hormones, hormones, hormones. What's happening with our hormones? There's such a conundrum when it comes to our hormones. And I know I've spent my life talking about this and my adult years investigating this and dealing with it, you know, dealing with hormones my entire life as we all, right? Because we are run by our hormones or, you know, partly. So sometimes it feels like our hormones are in control and we are out of control. And, and that is a really important concept to say, okay, we can empower our hormones with our actions, our thoughts, our lifestyle, and very importantly, the food we eat, food as medicine. So symptoms such as mood swings, are you bipolar or hormonal? <laughs> Low sex drive. Is it that you just don't want to have sex or is just the hormonal insufficiencies or imbalance or stress or inflammation? Is that going on? What else is going on? Is it serotonin? Is it dopamine? Is it GABA? Is it estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, DHEA, all these, all these names of hormones. And it really comes down to some basics. How we feed our body to nourish ourselves is the biggest empowering thing that we can do, but there's so much misinformation out there. Oh my gosh. Don't even talk to me about chicken salads. I know I'm going to get people who are going to email me. What's wrong with a chicken salad? I'm like, cause you're eating it every day. That's what's wrong with a chicken salad. Don't eat the same foods each day and, and don't argue with me about it, frankly. <laughs> All right. So I'm really pumped up today because I am um, inviting to the Girlfriend Doctor Show a dear friend of mine, an expert in the field of hormones and nutrition from a naturopathic perspective, which honestly is the better perspective than what I learned in med school and residency. Although as an osteopathic trained physician, we were trained to look at the body as a whole also the, you know, head to toe and the neuroanatomy and the connective tissue and how we, every part is connected to another. So to look at the body as a whole, not as a single system, not to just look at 
kidneys, not to just look at, you know, pelvis, not to just look at brain. We need to look at how everything runs together. And Dr. Trevor Cates, who is also known as the spa doctor, is an expert in this area. In fact, I I just love this woman. I will tell you that she walks her talk and she is an, just exemplifies hormonal balance, but has her own story too, as we all do. So I know you'll gain insight from this conversation. And I'll introduce you to Dr. Trevor Cates, who is the author of USA Today bestselling book, Clean Skin From Within. And she's the founder of the Spa Doctor Natural Skincare line. She was the first woman licensed as the naturopathic doctor in the state of California and was the doctor in several world-renowned spas in Park City, Utah. She continues to help women from around the world with a focus on skin and hormones. She's been featured on TV shows from The Doctors to Extra TV. She is the host of the highly acclaimed experts documentary called Hormones, Health, and Harmony, Hormones, Health, and Harmony docuseries is seriously the best hands down. If you have not seen it, check the show notes for links to it because it is amazing. So she also has the Woman's Doctor podcast. There we go. The Woman's Doctor podcast. And she has a new book coming in called The Natural Beauty Reset. The Natural Beauty Reset that should be out at the time we air this podcast. So you guys are going to want to grab that because we'll talk about it and you will see why. So let me introduce you to Dr. Trevor Cates. Welcome, Dr. Cates, to the Girlfriend Doctor Show. It is good to be here with you, my girlfriend. How are you? It's so good to be here with you. And uh, thank you so much for writing the forward to my book. Of course, you were my top pick for like, I have to have someone amazing write the forward for this Aww, book. And I knew you would blush. get it and you would write something amazing. So thank you again for writing that. My pleasure. My pleasure. It's a book that every woman should read. And, you know, not just women, right? Because seasonal health affects women and men. And let's talk, let's dive right into your book and why you wrote it and what it addresses first and foremost. Yeah. So after I wrote my first book, Clean Skin From Within, I had so many questions from women about their hormones because I touched on hormones in my first book. But it, as you know, it's a very complex topic. And so I had so many questions for women. How is this impacting my skin? How is this impacting my health? How do I know which hormones are an issue? What can I do about it? And so that was a big focus for this second book. And what I realized too is that one of the things that I've been telling my patients, but I hadn't included in the book was seasonal changes that things change at different times of, I mean, seasonally for women is like the, the, the day, the month, the time of our lives. But what I'm specifically talking about is fall, winter, spring, summer, and that our needs change with each of these seasons. And so should our approach. So with my patients, I change things up with their food, movement, mindset, skincare. And I realized I hadn't put that in the first book. So I wanted to write a whole book featuring the seasonal approach. And really the first part also really helps 
break down hormones, understanding them, how they might be playing a role in our health and our skin. And for those of you who can see the book, I'm holding it up right now. Those of you who are listening, I'm so excited to get this book out there. It's beautiful. Hold it up again, Trevor, because it is really beautiful. It makes you really want to open it read it and enjoy it. One of the things, oh, look at the beautiful color photography. I love it. It looks amazing. Thank you. So one of the things I always tell clients is that there are seasons for a reason, right? There are seasons for fasting, for feasting. There are seasons uh, like how we eat on our, our cyclical basis. But as the seasons change, now you're in Utah, so you get the four seasons. Texas, two. <laughs> you know, where I was in Georgia, two. But really, we know there are seasons and our body knows their seasons. So eating with the seasons is really powerful. And that's why that's also changing things up so that we're not eating the same chicken salad diet meal every day, which is, I mean, I mean, gosh, I have reviewed hundreds, if not thousands of food diaries. And honestly, that is something that I've seen on almost all of them on a regular basis. And, and we can go into like chicken's okay in a little bit, but it's rich in alpha linoleic acid, which is going to affect your mitochondria and metabolism. And it's just too much. If that's all you're eating is poultry. Anyway, what are your thoughts around that? Absolutely. You know, it's really interesting that if we think about the seasons, even if we live in a place where there are two seasons rather than four, maybe there's only one season, really, the the sun changes, the length of the day changes, the, 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 how close the sun is to us changes, even if we live in a place where there's really not much of a season, uh, depending upon, you know, where in the world we live, it can, it can be a little bit different depending on how close you are to the equator. But overall, for most people, there are changes. And with that change in the sun, that changes the way our food grows, it changes our sleep patterns, it changes our our skin, it changes our mood, it changes our hormones. And so I think a lot of people don't realize that. And I think we get into these habits of whether they're unhealthy habits and we haven't quite figured out how to get out of them yet, or maybe we're eating it superfood diet that we think is so healthy and we're eating all the right things, but we're doing it over and over and over again, every single day without changing anything. And so it's so important to change it up and not eat the same thing. And even meat has different seasons. Like there's certain times of the year that are better to eat different types of fish or even like lamb or dairy or different things because there's there are different times of the year for example the you know cows and lactating mammals that we rely upon for cheese or different things they actually are more they produce more milk at certain times of the year so it makes more sense to do that's more flavorful and stuff so i think that a lot of the reasons we have problems with food like i mean there are some people who just can't eat any dairy at all I understand, but having a little bit of goat cheese at certain times of the year at certain times could actually be good for someone. And I think I know having a little bit of chicken at certain times can be good too, but we overdo it. And so with doing the program that I created, it's a seven day reset for each season. So even if you don't eat that way all season long, because maybe you, you know, cause you can get these foods all season long. If you do a week of it, it gives you an understanding of what is more seasonal and what makes more sense to eat in that season. And it's a great way to reestablish your habits 
and maybe try some things that you haven't had before. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we talk about that, you know, adding in flavorful foods, adding in fresh and as close as farm to table as possible, that that proximity makes a difference in the quality of the food that we're eating as well. And there, you know, there's so many good reasons to do it. Now, one of the biggest thing, in fact, this was a, a client call. Actually, who was I talking to? Actually, I was talking to Jillian Michaels. You guys go check out the interview that Jillian Michaels, we've had two great interviews together on her podcast show as well. And this last one, we got off on a tangent. We were supposed to talk about sex and we talked about immune system and health and, and allergies and a little bit about sexual health. But anyway, so she's like, I'm 48 and I'm breaking out. I don't have any hormonal or mood issues, but I'm like having this acne issue. And she said, my doctors just checked my hormones. And I said, on what cycle day? She goes, oh, I guess it was three or four days after my cycle ended. I'm like, oh my God, I would have to throw those numbers out. But I mean, it's a good snippet in time, but that's not going to tell me very much. And the other thing is like, what's going on with their acne? Did they look at testosterone, free testosterone, dihydrotestosterone? Did they look at the metabolic pathways? So let's talk about adult acne in women, perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause, because you deal with clients with this all the time. And there are certain people, because I was just looking at my genetics, you guys. So I was just doing a genetic analysis and I've done different ones and the interpretations of them over the years have gotten better and better and better. And so this one showed, you know, the genes haven't changed, but the interpretations have been more uh, enlightening or illuminating, let's say. And so one of the genes I have is a low aromatase. So I don't convert so much to estrogen, but I'll convert testosterone. So testosterone converts to estrogen with aromatase, or it converts to dihydrotestosterone with 5-alpha reductase. So if I have a low aromatase, I'm going to convert less to estrogen and more to dihydrotestosterone from testosterone. Polycystic ovarian syndrome are same are very similar. This is one of the components that I like to say falls under the umbrella of survivor genes, of warrior genes, of leadership genes. Anyway, so I will form more acne and I will have more healthy, strong bones, which is a really nice thing. And I, you know, so the other, the other issues, but one of them is that acne form and then hair loss, male pattern hair loss is something I struggled with. So I should have been aware. It's nice to see the genes, but like we know what we experience. So anyway, so how do you address this, you know, this hormonal adult acne that is just terrible. And I'm sorry if you hear Andalisa in the background, she is getting ready to go on a trip. So there. She's a little bit complaining. <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. It, it It's really interesting how, how many women will experience acne perimen in the perimenopausal years and think, why am I having acne now? I'm not a teenager. Why is this happening to me? And I think a lot of times if we look back to their teenage years, a lot of the people that go have that problem in their perimenopausal years had that tendency, that predisposition. So that's a, a good clue that maybe there's a genetic predisposition. You probably had those genes all along. And we just, as we go through perimenopause, we start to go through additional changes. And then as progesterone goes down, then testosterone can kind of go up. And so it's an interesting thing because the good news is that we can have like a little lift in our sex drive, but we can tend to have more of the acne, especially if we have that genetic predisposition, right? So I think a lot of addressing it 
though, goes back to our gut health and making sure that our digestion is working well, that we have the right microbiota, correct microbiota balance, and that our livers are working optimally so that we can have that proper metabolism and to support our, whatever it is our genetic predispositions are, we can support it. And with the, the lifestyle choices that we make. So a lot of that, of course, comes from the inside out. Part, part of it's what we put on our skin and our skincare practices too. But I focus, and I know you do too, focus a lot on what can we do from the inside out first. So gut health, how can we support an ideal digestion, liver function, and the microbiome? Because microbiome, we go back to that a lot because the gut microbiome affects the skin microbiome. And I'm sure you talk all day long, all the time about the gut microbiome with uh, your audience, but for people who, you know, it don't know, it's of course, it's all these microorganisms that live in our, our gut that help protect our digestion, but help our health in so many other ways, including hormonal balance and our brain health. But what a lot of people don't realize is the gut skin connection, that our skin also has a group of microorganisms that live on it and protect it. And when our skin microbiome gets out of balance, then that's a lot of times what happens with acne breakouts. And so to address that, we want to help our support our gut health. We also want to think about what we're putting on topically to help support our skin microbiome. So, you know, of course, from the inside out, getting plenty of fiber, getting the right nutrients that we need to help with our gut health, addressing any dysbiosis. If we have it, a lot of my patients over the years have, we've done testing and identified that they had dysbiosis in, you know, either overgrowth of commensal, the bacteria that just sort of normally are there or presence of harmful bacteria or parasites very common or a low growth of the beneficial bacteria. So we could do testing to look at that. And that's definitely come up a lot with my patients. And I know a lot of times they'll say, but Dr. Cates, I don't have any digestive symptoms. Why are we doing a gut test? But if acne is one of their big things that a lot of times that can be a sign because I've always said that skin is our magic mirror, that it is and it is our outer reflection of our overall health. So what's showing up on our skin is a reflection of what's happening inside. So we definitely want to address any dysbiosis issues that might be there. And of course, you know, there, it, it really depends on which of those different imbalances are occurring as far as how we would approach that. And so, and with that too, so it's our food healing the gut, but also you've created a skincare line free of endocrine disruptors. I want to talk about the endocrine disruptors. I love your cleanse, by the way, that's probably one of my favorites. And you know, the products feel so clean and natural and I love them. So also I love the ingredients because they're not full of toxin. And that's a really big issue. You guys in my book, The Hormone Fix, I have a whole chapter on hormone disruptors about toxins and you do as well in your natural beauty reset. So key. And I love that you address that. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of times people will say, oh, well, I'm using a natural skincare line. So I want to make sure people are really listening here because the word natural and the word hypoallergenic 
actually have no real meaning. I mean, there's no regulation around that. The FDA has no regulation around natural, the words natural or hypoallergenic. So it can be a lot of times a marketing claim without really ingredients that back that. So when you're looking at a skincare product, you do want to look at the ingredient list because just because it says natural on the label doesn't mean that it is. And so we want to look for certain ingredients to make sure that they're not, in, you know, make sure that they're not in there. And if there's something that you don't know, if there's a product that you love and there's an ingredient on there, you don't know what it is, you can easily look it up. I think Environmental Working Group has is a nice resource for people, ewg.org. And they have a skin deep database where you can go and look up ingredients or products and it'll give, and a lot of them will have ratings. You could at least look up ingredients and know how clean it is, how safe it is. They, they a lot of times will show the research associated with being an endocrine disrupting or hormone disrupting chemical. The Spot Doctor skincare line, my skincare line is verified by them. So some of their, the products they have on there are listed as verified. So it's met their criteria. So you can look for, for skincare products that are verified by them. But as you mentioned, this group of chemicals, endocrine disrupting chemicals are something that we really want to pay more attention to. And there is more and more research coming out about these endocrine disrupting, hormone disrupting chemicals. And they're in our air, water, food, personal care products are in so many different places, our clothing even. It's really unfortunate all that keeps coming up about these chemicals. And they're connected with infertility, early puberty, thyroid disease, breast cancer. I mean, so many, really anything having to do with your hormones, it can disrupt that. It's been linked to obesity, a lot of different issues. So we want to do everything we can to reduce our exposure to these chemicals. And we start with the places that we have the most control over and personal care products are one of those places. And I think a lot of times as women, we forget that what touches our skin can get into our body. Maybe we're really careful about what we eat, but we're not always as careful about the, the personal care products that we use. So the next time you start to use a product, the first thing is, would you put it in your mouth? And if you, if you think, no, I wouldn't, well then wonder, ask yourself why. So not that skincare products are made to be consumed through the mouth. <laughs> oh, but I'm totally with you. When I created Jolva, mm -hmm. so Jolva for the vulva, I'm like, it has to taste good, smell good, feel good, you know, and then thing be good enough to eat, right? Because you have oral sex too, after you use Jolva. And so it had to be really, really safe. Plus the vulva vaginal area is so vascular. It's really well absorbed. And that's the thing right now too, because with my daughters, I have four daughters. So their skincare, being conscientious about what they're putting on their skin is really important. My older girls are very cognizant. It's my younger, it's my teenager who's like, oh, don't I need this perfume, this spray? And I'm like, oh my God, there's so much marketing and social media right now of makeups and cosmetics. And without that even... Research has shown in a study that looked at umbilical cord blood samples in, in newborns, they identified 287 chemicals in umbilical cord blood, 287 chemicals, over 100 of which are known hormone disruptors and carcinogenics. So if we are finding things that have been passed through our soil, 
pass through our plants and animals into our water, into our air. These are real issues that are affecting us on severe and significant levels that are addressing, you know, that are affecting the most innocent of the innocent. So holding, you know, like from a political standpoint here, I'm about to get tangential, but, you know, holding companies responsible for what they're putting out is critically important piece too. And we look at other countries around the world that are poorer than us. As Americans, we should be the healthiest people in the world. We should be the healthiest, the most spent on healthcare, the most spent on industry, the quality of life and liberty and freedoms. But we're not, we are not. And it really is an industrial issue in so many ways. So, okay, audience, tell me your solutions. I'm all ears. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's it's wild how, how much we see of all these issues and our very smart society, right? So I know, I remember when I went to Uganda years ago, a few years ago on a service trip and I was, we were working with teenage girls and I was looking around all the girls. I'm like, none of them have acne. I mean, they've got a lot of other concerns that we're working with them on, but acne was not one of them, not a single, I didn't see a single girl with acne. And of course, you know, we, it, and there are places in the world where acne just doesn't exist. So it is a lot of it is lifestyle, whether it's, you know, we're talking about food, we're talking about toxins and our products. It's so unfortunate that, you know, that it's, that it has, that it's as hard as it is. But the good news is, is that there are alternatives. There are companies or products like yours Anna and mine that we, you know, we actually do the work to make sure that we have truly clean products. And I know when we are, every time we have a batch of the Spot Doctor skincare products and I'm talking to my manufacturer and I'm asking questions, did you do this test? Did you do this? And she says to me, you know, that other skincare companies never ask us these questions. They never do these types of tests. They never have these kinds of standards. The skincare industry is, it's actually pretty shady, unfortunately. And you know, you can, and apparently in industry, it's a standard just to do the test once if you want to claim it, not on every single batch. We test and we're small company, right? We're woman owned, small company, mission driven. And you are too. And it's like, we test every batch that goes out every batch that goes out. And there are times we've had to like say, okay, that doesn't exactly meet the highest level of specs that I've set. And it'll put us in a delay cycle, but I I feel very strong about that. So exactly right. Like testing because you're, you know, we get products from other sources. Everything's manufactured in the U S for me, but every, you know, the products have to be tested because it is shady. People will say, I'm sending you this and it's not. So you've got to test, you know, regularly. When I first started looking into creating the Spot Doctor skincare line, I decided to work with a formulator from England because I knew that their standards in Europe are so much higher than the U.S. standards. So I thought, okay, well, if I work over there, I, I feel more confident that the products are going to, but if they meet EU standards, they're going to be much more likely to meet my standards. So we now make the products in the US, but we started making them there. And I think it's important for people to realize the difference in the standards and the US that only about a dozen ingredients have been banned in personal care products in the US, while it's over a thousand in Europe. So it's a very different kind of regulation. And so it's very much up to consumers 
consumers to look at ingredients and avoid things like synthetic fragrance and instead going fragrance free or looking for organic essential oils as a more natural fragrance. Yeah. And, and also, you know, I mentioned, as I mentioned, the skin microbiome is another thing that's really important. And what we put on our skin can help either improve that skin microbiome, support a healthy skin microbiome, or it can actually further disrupt it. So there are a lot of ingredients that people are they may not necessarily be considered toxic, but they could actually disrupt the skin microbiome. So an example of that is dimethicone. Dimethicone is an ingredient that's used in a lot of moisturizers, sunscreens, a lot of products to give your skin that dewy look because it traps in moisture. It's also used in like diaper creams and things like that. But the problem is think of it as like putting saran wrap on your skin. And so it's trapping in moisture, but when you're hot, when you're having those hot flashes or night sweats in your middle of night, or when you're working out, when it's hot outside, anytime your, your skin is trying to perspire, it's blocking that perspiration. And with that blocking of that, it actually can disrupt the skin microbiota that are on your skin, create more of these imbalances that trigger acne breakouts. So we really want to be mindful of ingredients like that, as well as the pH of the products. And Dr. Anna, I know you talk a lot about pH and like urine testing and those sorts of things, but you could actually pH test your skincare products too, because they should actually be mildly acidic to help support the skin microbiome. The research shows that mild, mildly acidic skincare products are going to help with more graceful aging, reducing breakouts, and those sorts of things. So I really like to see skincare products to be in the 4.6 to 5 pH range for the face and certainly below 5.5 for the body. Yeah, it's acidic first line of defense, right? Acidic mm -hmm. first line of defense, like same with the vagina, 3.5 to 4.5 for the vagina. <laughs> so acidic, it's a defense mechanism. Yeah, absolutely. And so our, our skin being the biggest organ right on the surface of our body, one of the primary things it's meant to do is protect us from the outside world. So that's why it has that uh, mild acidity to it. We also don't want our products to be too acidic either. That's why I'm saying mild acidity, because there is that sweet spot of pH. And again, you could just get pH strips and check your skincare products. If it's a hundred percent oil, if it's mostly oil, it's going to, you can't test the pH of oil products, but anything that has water or like a, you know, a water ingredient kind of thing. And then it's, it's going to be, you're going to be able to test the pH. So cleansers, moisturizers, sunscreens, test the pH and make sure that it's in that range. Otherwise your skin is constantly going to be trying to fight against that and trying to rebalance it. And if you already have skin issues, it's even harder. And talking about skin issues, I know a lot of people talk about uh, leaky gut for gut issues. Well, people could also have leaky skin. It's actually quite common. And when you have leaky skin, it's similar in that your skin is more becomes more permeable than it should. So that means these toxic ingredients that you have on your skin, you might actually be absorbing more of those. And also your skin's just going to be more sensitive. And so we want to help support our skin and being the way the function that's supposed to do the way it's supposed to be is being that that nice barrier to the outside world. And so if we have leaky skin, a lot of times people have 
sensitive skin. They're very reactive to products. Maybe they have redness and they break out easily. And so healing that it's kind of like healing leaky gut, which I'm sure Dr. Anna, you've, you talked to your people about. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a huge component that we need to look at. No, I love this discussion, Trevor. I mean, I could talk to you all day. So listening to our audience. So if you're addressing someone in her midlife time, I may be transitioning into her second spring or before or after, what are like the key beauty tips you want her to know? The key lifestyle and health tips you want her to know? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Just down to three. Three. (laughs) So, you know, I think it's so important. That's one of the reasons why I called my book Natural Beauty Reset is one of the things is that to realize you're already beautiful, right? I think that's one of the things that it's really important for people to realize is that we oftentimes think that we need to wear all this makeup, we need to do all these things. But when we're healthy, when we do things for our gut health, for our microbiome and those things, we're going to have this more healthy glow anyway, when our hormones are balanced, all these things are working well. So really, instead of just trying to use more makeup or trying to, you know, do the latest procedure, things like that, start with what's going on with your health. How can you optimize your health? So that goes back to a lot of it has to do with the food, the, your mindset and your skincare. And so, you know, just trying to do a little bit more fiber, a little less sugar, trying to think of ways that you can reduce your stress and have a more positive mindset. Give yourself, look in the mirror and love what you see as much as you can. And then also, what can you do with your skincare products to reduce these toxic ingredients? So those would be three places to start. And again, going back to, Hey, you're, you know, you're always beautiful. You just maybe need a a little fresh reveal. Yes, that's so good. All right. So I'm going to ask my rapid fire questions. And while I'm doing that, I want our audience to check out the spa doctor.com, the spa doctor.com. That's where we can find your hormone docuseries too, right? Trevor? Yes. Mm-hmm. So the hormone docuseries is there. There'll be information on her book there as well as book bonuses and a book page. So, right, <laughs> the natural beauty reset, buy it from anywhere you can. Definitely support your small time booksellers, but we like to make that Amazon list too. So I will say pick up an extra copy for your friends because you can do the plans together. You can batch cook together and you can drink and eat together. It's so amazing to do that. And I really, again, I I wrote the foreword for the book. I believe in Dr. Trevor Cates and what she does and her plan is sound and fun and great, you know, ingenious recipes that are also easy and delicious. Delicious. So check that out, the spa doctor.com. She is again leader in our field. The hormone docuseries is honestly the best thing out there. The best thing out there. And I, I think her docuseries, the hormone docuseries, Dr. David Perlmutter's, the Alzheimer's docuseries. I mean, those are the two, and they're so well done. You know, I mean, just so well done. You guys will get so much information, even if you just spend a half hour watching it. I want you to download it though and walk with it, do your bicycle with it. Take your time to digest that information because it's not going to be through our medical systems for another 20 years till that becomes standard of care. We really are on the forefront here and helping you be empowered in your own health journey. So the spa doctor.com and all right, Trevor, my favorite part of the show. I mean, it's all, it's all good, but I like to ask you questions in the four pillars of the girlfriend doctor, which are nourish, shine, awaken, and embrace. So for nourish, what is your 
favorite meal to make that really nourishes you? What's your favorite thing to eat that really nourishes you? Well, my favorite thing to eat, and then this is also food wise, as far as enjoyment, this is one of my favorite things is get a nice piece of wild Alaskan salmon grilled, and then also some nice salad with lots of fresh seasonal foods. Now, if it's winter time, lettuce may not be as easy to find. So some steamed vegetables that are in season. So that would be my, my go-to. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think about the fall coming and I think, you know, one year I made pumpkin soup and little pumpkins. It was like so clever. I thought it was great. And I had my cousin visiting from the Middle East and he's like, oh my God, you're feeding me pumpkin. This is for the animals. I'm like, yeah, I'm feeding you pumpkin. I was so anyway, so seasonal. I love that. Okay. Second thing is shine. What is your number one skincare tip? (laughs) <laughs> to use the spot doctor skincare system. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. You guys. Morning this... and night. I mean, I honestly, you know, when I went to go create and a use Jolba line... on your bottom. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I do that too. <laughs> so I'm big fan of Jolba. And so you know, when I went way. to go create it, I thought, well, I want to create this clean. I want it to be the right pH. I wanted to have natural actives. I wanted to have all every single ingredient has a purpose. And so I I was so happy to create this for my patients. I was actually blown away by people's reaction to results and continue six years later, continue to be amazed at people's before and after pictures and the results, including my own. So I absolutely can't go a day without using it twice a day. (laughs) I love it. Love it. Great. And then third thing is awaken. We have to awaken our brain. We have to stay enlightened. We have to stay educated. And you're so educated already. So many degrees, naturopathic doctor, Dr. Trevor Cates, the spa doctor, uh, taking care of the best of the best, right? What is something that you really find helps you stay on top? You know, I think one of the things- Yeah. I think one of the things is the people that I hang out with. I think the, you know, having really smart friends and I don't just mean book smart. I mean, of course I'm, you know, a book smart person too, but I, um, I mean like really analytical and inquisitive and that you can maybe see an article or some research or something that comes out and you're like, well, wait a minute, let's get to the bottom of this. Let's really analyze this. And where is this coming from? So I think honestly, a lot of it is these interesting conversations that I have with some of my friends and colleagues. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I I saw a study recently. I published it on my Instagram. I I blogged about it on my Instagram page on girlfriends, right? The power that girlfriends have to increase your health. So research shows that just having one friend you can trust and tell your deepest, most intimate secrets to can reduce your risk of dementia and premature death and increase your feelings of well-being. And now you're also like, okay, to stay on top, to like stay grounded, have good, smart, friends, right? Common sense. Academia does not mean common sense. Common sense is a big part of that. I love that tip. And you're, thank you for giving that. And now finally being a newlywed, how is that? And what's your favorite sexual position? (laughs) Oh my gosh. It is. I'm, I never knew that being married could be so amazing. I used, I, this is the first time a year ago when I met my husband, who is my husband now, he, uh, I had, I really didn't think I would ever get married again. I just really didn't. But I'm um, so I, as soon as I met him, 
I changed my mind. I was like, I'm going to get married again. And this is the man. And so of course, you know, the intimacy and the sex is an important part of that. So any position is amazing as long as I'm just with him. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. I love that. That is great. Thank you. Thanks so much, Trevor. Thanks for being on the Girlfriend Doctor Show. I I love our conversations. You guys, so much good information from Dr. Trevor Cates. She has her own podcast. Check that out. Go to thespadoctor.com. Check out our information, get and share her gift. It is a gift to you. Get and share her book. It is a gift to you as well as her, her products. You know, I stand behind them as well. It is a blessing to be here in the Girlfriend Doctor community and being with all of you and always listening to your comments and what you want to hear more of. And skincare and acne, hormonal acne, adult acne has been a really big issue. Maintaining healthy hormones, always a hot spot. So again, the hormone docuseries, not just because I'm in it, but because it is a compilation of cutting edge leaders in the field that it's interviewed and produced in such a professional way that's really digestible. I've heard from so many of you that have already watched it, how powerful and good that is. So definitely check that out. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Please share this episode with your girlfriends and let me know how you like it. I love being your girlfriend, doctor. Thank you. Till next time.